0: Welcome to the Beyond the Cubicle podcast, episode number six. Today on the show, we dive into a discussion about mentoring and why it's important to have one. We cover three areas, how to find your potential mentor, how to approach your potential mentor, and how to maintain a good relationship with your mentor. And for my introverts out there, because I identify, there's a great suggestion in there for you as well. All right. A little bit of house cleaning before we get into the episode, though. If you're listening to us on iTunes or your Apple Podcast app, go ahead and leave us a review and rate us. Five stars is good, thank you. But it helps uh, other listeners find us. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher.com, and the Stitcher app, TuneIn.com, and the TuneIn app, and anywhere that you enjoy listening to podcasts. Also, catch us on social media. You can like our Facebook page. Just search for the Beyond the Cubicle podcast and then head over to Instagram and Twitter and just search for at this is BTC. Yo, we really appreciate you listening. I hope that you guys are finding these episodes valuable. And now our discussion on mentoring. But first, the intro. (laughs)
1: Episode We're going to be talking about mentoring. We're going to give you some tips on how to choose a mentor, um, how to build that relationship with your mentor, how to maintain that relationship with your mentor, and also the importance of even having a mentor. As usual, I am joined by the man with all the knowledge or (laughs) with more than myself. The only man who's got more is uh, way up
2: above all of us, man. He's got all the knowledge. But this is Eric Kelly uh, with the experience, a lot of it bad, that I don't mind sharing with everybody. And
1: I am Brian Montgomery, the uh, trusty student here. <laughs> <in
2: the
1: studio. laughs> man, please. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I mean, you know, let's, let, let's kick it off. The importance of having a mentor. Why do you feel it's important? for everyone to have a mentor, whether it's in a professional setting or not.
2: I'll use an analogy. If you were driving from here to California, now I almost had a throwback statement back before GPSs. Wow. But you'd need a map. Yeah. Okay, prior to GPS, you need a map. In fact, GPS is a map. It's just a real-time map you can follow. But you, you, you need a map. And if you didn't have a map, you could end up at the West Coast, but you'd make a bunch of strange wrong turns Mm. because to get where you're going, uh, you need some direction. Now, a mentor is nothing more than a career map, someone that can provide a career map. When have I seen this before? When do these things happen? And a good mentor uh, can help you find a way through things that you ordinarily wouldn't know even if you're really smart. Have you had many mentors in your life? Um, many. My career did not take off until I had a mentor. A gentleman by the name of Harvey Coleman, I will claim him and thank God for his uh, insight. Uh, he's out of Atlanta, and I first went to a class entitled Cross-Cultural Communication. And it wasn't just black and white, cross-culture. It was age. It was gender. You know, anytime you cross a line and you're commuting with someone, uh, communicating with somebody that isn't just like you, Mm -hmm. you're crossing cultural lines. Right. And when that happens, you need to know a few things to do that. So I went to his class, listened to him. He was absolutely brilliant. And uh, from that time on, I just asked, could I stay in touch with him? We asked a few questions, and from then on, I would call him every now and then and get some insight. I would go to visit him. he made a difference
1: in my in my life. Personally, I I've had uh, a few mentors. Currently, you're one of my mentors. Like I said, you're one of my mentors,
2: <laughs>
1: and um, I have one at work. Mm-hmm. So going back a little ways in my career, right, the company my one of my first companies that I worked for actually encouraged mentoring, but they also intentionally. Set up mentoring programs within the departments. Awesome. Okay, but that company is going through a few transitions, and that and that's not something that they push as much. Mm-hmm. But I, I've known people in certain situations to put the responsibility of development, because mentors are important to your development Correct. as a person. And as in, you know, as somebody who's moving up through the the career ranks, right? Right, right. Um, But I've known people to put the responsibility of their development on their company. Mm -hmm. My company's not doing enough to develop me, Mm -hmm. which on a certain level is a thing. Could be. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I think part of that plays into them being aware that. They may need a mentor at some particular point.
2: You're spot on. Right. You really, now this is not going to sit well with everybody that hears this. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for you. (laughs) If you want to grow, you've got to do some things to get there. Mentors aren't going to fall in your lap. You're going to have to come up with some initiatives now some companies do push mentorship because they realize it helps them better when they have a group of people that are growing and developing and whatever. Right. But in the cold the coal world <laughs> you better find somebody to help you get through what's in front of you. But that's not fair. Well, back to our word fair. <laughs> there is no fair. So that's uh, another 4 word. You know, if if you want fair, you know, you got to talk to your teacher for the right grade. But out here in the real world, right, we don't care about fair, right. You know, God does, so we go to Him. But the rest of us, right. <laughs> no,
1: right, that's not even the thing. So in important things to uh, important things that mentors should have when you're seeking them first experience Mm -hmm.
2: and you want to find somebody that has experience in some area um that you would like some help in in your development for instance your background is finance right okay if you have a mentor that has worked in finance and they've got 20 or 30 years experience they can give you tips about things that they've have dealt with for 20 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they've got that experience, they can help you there. You may have another mentor who may be able to help you as a minority male Mm -hmm. in a leadership position, Mm -hmm. which is a little different from maybe the finance background, but still can help you. So the more mentors you have... Mm -hmm it's kind of like having more books in the library the more mentors you have the more access to information that you can use to make your life better I like the books in the library
1: analogy that's I never thought about it that way don't just read one yeah true this is true Um, here's Mm -hmm. the flow Mm -hmm. finding mentors Mm -hmm. how to approach and begin the relationship well start the relationship with the mentor Mm -hmm. and how to maintain that relationship with the mentor good piece so let's talk
2: about finding first. Uh, finding, keep your antenna open. Let your family be involved, your friends. And it goes like this. Hey, I am in the public speaking world. Who's good? And really what you want first are people that are good in that area. So you take all that data in and they'll, you know, uh, come up with a name. And there are a couple of friends of mine that are just awesome speakers. And when I'm around them, when they're talking, I, I'm getting wisdom and I'm I'm sucking in everything that they say. Uh, maybe I'll talk to my pop or my son or my daughter and I'll say, hey, uh, who do you know that's good? And they'll say, hey, I went to listen to this person and this person is good. Well, you want a list of people that seem to have some expertise in the field you're interested in and you wanna make a long list of that. And you wanna be open to absolutely any and everybody because you don't know where that one nugget is gonna come from. Mm-hmm. It makes you just, you know, turns you into the monster, just the beast that can do it all. Um, so you want that list to be long and you just, you open up the doors. Hey guys, any and everybody, all you guys in my social network, uh, looking for somebody that's really good at this, you guys got any names and collect that. Um, once you've got that list, uh-huh. now you've got something to go after. I'm gonna research. We're in the age of Google and Instagram and right, social media. Right. I'm, I'm gonna get in your business. I'm gonna pull you up and see what you've done. I'm going on LinkedIn to see who endorses you. I'm going on uh, Instagram to see if you have any words of wisdom, to see if our philosophies are similar. Right. You know, I thought some people are great, and then gone to Twitter and read what they what they wrote, and I realized we were not on the same page, right. so there's no really need for me to bother you.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, But you kind of want to do research. So I may say I have 80 to 100 folks there that are on the list of people I'd like to talk to. I'm going to do my research Mm -hmm. to say who really fits in with where I think I'd like to go.
1: I think it's interesting what you pointed out about just kind of researching the the personal side of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, As much as I use social media, sometimes I often forget it's easy to go find out what people's views are on things. Because oftentimes we forget how much our social media is now a part of our entire perception profile. Absolutely. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's it's like I hear it all the time because I've had friends recently uh, talk about them going on interviews Mm -hmm. and their recruiter asking them what their social media profiles, uh, either that or commenting. Sorry, not asking, but commenting on what their social media profiles. Absolutely. For some reason it just never stuck that, oh, well, if I want to know something about somebody, I'm considering uh, asking to be my mentor, or even somebody that I may be considering mentoring. Yes, right. Yes. that I would go out and just kind of check their social media profiles just to kind of see what their views. We are.
2: do it all the time now. Mm. It's, it's a part of our. It's a part of our world. In fact, we are so published publishing oriented. I don't know how you say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost all of our thoughts and beliefs, man, if you check my Facebook page, you see my Twitter, you see my Instagram, Right. you know I believe in family, you know I believe in God, you yeah. know, uh, I'd rather focus on achieving something than fighting you about a minute issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to know pretty much who I am. It's good. You know? But that's also, you know, your mentors, and the more professional they are, you're going to be able to see that by checking their social media.
1: So in terms of like figuring out how to even get started looking for a mentor. Reach out to your circle. Right. See if there's some names floating around. Then start to do your research. Absolutely. Okay. Next step in that is the approach, right? Right. Okay. You need
2: an introduction. Yeah. A couple of ways you can do that. If it's via somebody in your circle, mm-hmm. please use them as an introduction. Okay. Uh, If it's somebody that you know a friend of a friend and what that does it allows this person to at least gauge Where you might be coming from correct had a young young man reach out to me last week That was referred to me by another young person. I love dearly and they said hey my buddy so-and-so is gonna call you And we had a chat. He told me his background his philosophy. uh, I shared with him mine had a great time, we're connected now by email, he's mm-hmm. in another city, mm-hmm. but he can call me at any time and can shoot me an email, or absolutely any subject, and I'm looking forward to, to, to having dialogue with him. Uh, it's not a one-way street, however, okay. because I learned things from all of you guys that I would never have known without it. So there's give and take Mm -hmm. in the relationship Mm -hmm. and while you might say this person is my mentoring, be sure they are learning from you too and how you are either validates or helps them change their perception about something. So it is a two-way street. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So if the mentor is a friend of a friend. Yes, getting that. Or if they're associated with that friend. Yes, using that. I think that's a great tip for introverts. Yes. Because as an introvert myself, I find it difficult to I uh, often step outside of my myself and make that initial step.
2: Oh, it's putting yourself out there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The cool thing is this, though. On that connection, and, and I know we're going to get to the cold call <laughs> next. Yeah. On that connection, when you're saying, look, I would just like to be able to stay connected, shoot you an email every now and then, and get your perspectives on things. Right. Anybody that's worth their salt, and there's a point, and psychology will tell you, there's a point, there's an age, there's a process that you go through life where you are looking to actually help. I'm very blessed, to be honest, there's nothing really I want. Uh-huh. So, it comes from a spot where, who else can I help? Now, I remember the painful times and right. the absolutely dumb, idiotic things I've done. Uh-huh. So, I care about you, I care about you know the rest of the young folks in the crew... I don't want to see you guys be as stupid as I was. Right. It's painful. It right. hurts. So I'll think about that pain and say, hey, who can I, who can I help? Can I tell somebody <laughs> where this is? Because I'd rather see you smile yeah, yeah. than have that look on your face that I had on my face back right. in the 70s and 80s going, duh.
1: The cold call, then. The cold call, and then I have a follow up. That's the that.
2: tricky one. Mm-hmm. That's the one where you say, hey, here is somebody that is a, maybe they're a phenom in their field. There is no reason why you don't shoot them an email or or whatever their form of communication is and say, hey, I would love to just ask you a couple of questions. Now, here's a couple of tricks to that. If they've written a book, Mm -hmm. if they're published, if they are known for having accomplished whatever, I usually ask my questions related to whatever work they did.
1: Mm, okay okay
2: so you came up with a new system of say managing a financial problem that pops up yeah i'd say hey brian uh you you know you don't know me from adam's house cat but in my email uh i read some of your work it was brilliant if you have a moment just a second i would love to be able to shoot you a couple of emails back and forth and ask you something about whatever is this okay with you always get their permission right and you're gonna be nice it's one of those days maybe you're only half you know half crazed in the afternoon you say yeah this kid looks like he's good and i, I would put some kind of intro you know my name is eric kelly i'm uh fresh out of ut and mm-hmm. finance mm-hmm. and i'm looking to grow my career i looked at your work do you mind if i shoot you an email every now and then and ask you a couple of questions mm-hmm. Unless you're having a real bad day, you're probably going to say, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, if you're arrogant and cocky and say, oh, these youngsters, I don't want to talk to them, then you don't want that
1: person as a mentor anyway. Right, which is something I want to say for the end, too, just, yeah. just about the other side of it. Yeah. Um, so the follow-up I wanted to ask was, is there a such thing as, and I don't even know if this is the right term, it's just a term that comes to my head, right? Mm-hmm. Passive mentoring. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, let's say I am—I'll speak financial terms. I'm a staff accountant. Okay, mm-hmm. there's. Let's say I'm a staff accountant, and I'm like a deep introvert. Got it. It's just difficult. Period. I have anxiety about approaching <laughs> people. Got it. Got so it. being an accountant actually. It's cool. It's (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because there's there's very little that we have to do in terms of like socializing, right? Got it. Um, But let's just say that's my profile, right? I'm, I'm an accountant, staff accountant, low end, right? And I'm a deep introvert, right? Deeply introverted, passive mentoring in my mind would be let's say there's someone that I see around the office. They're higher up. Mm-hmm. It would terrify me to approach them even through an email mm-hmm. because I'm, maybe I'm afraid of that rejection, right? Mm-hmm. But I can kind of keep track of what they're doing, how they're doing it. Um, I can see the different type of decisions that they've made. I can hear you know, from time to time, whether I'm in meetings with them or whatever, how they're making decisions, how they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning that way. Mm-hmm.
2: It, that works. It? That works. And there's another term we use for that. It's called modeling.
0: Okay,
1: modeling. Okay. And
2: that is a form. Sounds if, a lot more. But not, you have to be. You have to be very astute. So for you to go there, you're already very astute. You're already understanding. This person has something that I'd like to. I'd like to have. Gotcha. So that means your brain is already wide open to new information. So yes, it will work. And you're watching, you're calibrating, you're in meetings, you watch how they carry themselves, and you start to model, and that is very effective. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why, in your organization, if they have been successful, mm-hmm. and they tend to have been successful, you're gonna look at the behaviors that you're, in, in more, more cases than not, you're gonna look at the behaviors that your organization rewards. Mm. In fact, the more of those you get and the more you're able to cross-reference and kind of baseline those behaviors, you're going to say, oh, this is the accepted communication norm around here. So modeling is super
1: powerful, and yes, it works well. And and something just hit me because you, you said something about the mind already being open to receiving new information. And it's like, man, maybe we should have started with started that. With, <laughs> started with that because because it, it was hitting me, and, and you know, hopefully, if we have time, I, I'll share a story about uh, someone asking me to mentor them. Mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. like a couple of months ago, but mm-hmm. uh, being being the type of person um, that can be mentored, right? right. right. I, I think about sports, and it's something I tell my son all the time. You have to be coachable, okay? absolutely. Oh man! Even because to me, you know, when I think about mentoring and coaching and sports and all that type of that that different type of stuff, I think about the times when the mentoring is most effective is in those times of tested uh, situations, struggle, absolutely rough times. absolutely. Because it's easy to receive information when everything's going well when you when there's something that's happening whether it's you know your mindset may need to be tweaked a little bit or you know a situation is rough and you feel like you're right and you know it's just not working and your mentor or your coach says hmm well this is kind of on you maybe we should approach it this way that's when the lesson sticks that's when the lesson either sticks or or that's when you find out if you're if you have the right set my right mindset to be mental
2: absolutely Uh, A know-it-all will kill your career. Yeah, You are as smart as you really are, but you're not as smart as everybody else is. Mm. And what happens is I got to be humble Mm. to receive the power of mentorship. Mm -hmm. Um, We we guys talk all the time, and I I share on most of my talks. I said most of my close friends are millennials. (laughs) I said they're 30 years younger than me. yeah but what I learned from the millennials I learned there's a certain logic yeah um there's a certain you know we were at church a couple of weeks ago, and a three year old little girl sat on my wife's lap picked up her phone, swiped through it, and asked her where the games were now this little young this little girl can't read yet uh, yeah but yeah. There's a certain lot, I don't know what y'all were born with. Y'all were born with a logic chip or a tech chip somewhere, but there's a certain way of thinking, even the way you guys do math compared to what we did 60 years ago, compared to what happened 30 years later, was different. So here's the thing, everybody learns from everybody, but you got to be willing to learn. You can't say, I'm smarter than You You guys are definitely smarter than me. When it comes to tech stuff, Mm. it's not even close. However, I can tell you some experiences yep. that you guys haven't had yet. Now, here's the plus, and this is why I say it's two-way. We both learn from each other, yes. and everybody gets better. Uh, so you can also bring a present to your mentor. Because as you're talking and listening, and you, you're listening, you want to listen more than talk. Uh, if you see where you can benefit your mentor, you help them. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a present mm-hmm. for what you're receiving from them. But it, it's it's definitely a two way street, and you've got to be open, and you got to be teachable and coachable, and you take your ego and you put
1: it somewhere, so you can get better. All right. So, quick recap before we move on to our third point. Quick recap. So, basically, you have to prepare yourself to be mentored. Is yes. what I'm what I'm gathering. Yes. Humble yourself. Open your mind to receiving new information. Uh, be coachable, especially in those tough moments. Then to start the process, gather a list of potential mentors, uh, research them, right. uh, tap, reach out to your circle to see if they have any suggestions. Correct. Um, formulate your list and make sure you research them uh, for information that's available, which includes reaching out to your circle again, if, they, if they're through there and making sure you have enough information to kind of make a decision. Right. Uh, second, the approach. Um, You know, even if you're introverted, this is something that you can do. Formulate an email. Yes. uh, Reach out to your circle again and see if they may be able to introduce you. Absolutely. And, you know, keep the communication simple in the beginning. Make sure you introduce yourself. uh, Give them a little bit of background about yourself, especially if you don't know them. And then, you know, politely ask if they wouldn't mind um, answering a few questions here and there about, you know, decisions in life and everything else. Right. Absolutely. All right. Cool. You you got it on the money. So let's jump to our last point, which is maintaining their relationship once you've gotten your mentor. Right.
2: Uh, Mentors of people, too, um, is mad
1: cool. If
2: During the holidays, send them a Christmas card. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have listened well enough, you'll hear what they like Mm -hmm. and what they don't like. And... Send them something that they like, some piece of information. Uh, When we talk about this, you know, you send me so much stuff on the same stuff that we talk about, the careers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it doesn't matter how 30-year head start because you're sending me stuff I didn't know. And I'm like, this is mad cool. So it either supports it or it is a topic we can discuss. But that's your gift to me. Well, that's why it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. So you send them things. You you, you know, they help you. Uh, If you can, go to lunch with them. Mm-hmm. Take them to lunch, pay for the lunch, because what they're giving you, it's worth whatever it is you're doing on lunches. Um, and sometimes it's just a thank you note. Right. Sometimes a note to a mentor. We're all busy. We're all in somebody's office or job mm-hmm. or a project. But sometimes I know, hey, I really appreciate that. And that's for any of us. A thank you note, a thank you email, a thank you text is so powerful. Right and that motivates them even more and they feel like hey i'm making a difference in fact they might go out and help mentor somebody else <laughs> right
1: um i think something i want to add to that is don't overdo it in terms of your your reaching out and your communication mm. i think it's it's just it comes with i guess just you know just a human human decency of just kind of being aware that that person also has a career and only, only so much time. You know what I'm saying? Only so much time yes. they're, as they're going. So yes. be mindful that they don't need to be your counselor. Mentoring and counseling are different. Right. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Be mindful that they don't need to be your counselor. Yes, sir. But that they're just there to kind of help guide you through uh, yes, certain sir. avenues in life.
2: That's also why more than one mentor is a plus. True.
1: You can balance it out. If you've
2: got four or five mentors mm-hmm. and you worn one out on one topic, <laughs> give that one a break. Go to two others, <laughs> yeah. kind of balance it out. And uh, there are some common lessons that are the same. Mm-hmm. They really are.
1: I think, uh, I, quick story. I, I'm big on something I'm learning that has become a big part. It's like I, I want to pay stuff forward, mm-hmm. right? And so um, as I've kind of gone through a spiritual journey over the last few years, I try to try to find ways to, whether it be just listening to someone whether it be sharing information that I find is pertinent to that person's situation, sharing experience here or there. like I just want to pay it forward. Um, at work, man, I've been fortunate, and it humbled me because I just wasn't expecting it. Um, two young people at work have come and asked me to mentor them. And honestly, it scared me <laughs> at first because I'm like – First of all, I guess that meant that I was kind of starting to be putting the old head crew. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it, dude! It, it, it gets <laughs> like, worse from there. You know what I <laughs> saying? I'm like, wait a minute! Like I'm, i, I, I'm I been around that long? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm 36. I'm like, I'm 13 years into my my career. Like, why y'all asking me to mentor you? But um, it humbled me in the same sense because you know these things like both of those relationships happened organically. Um, I, one was a new hire. And I had to train him from my old position, mm. and we just ended up talking about more than just work mm-hmm. and the style in which I taught him. It really connected with him, and so you know he's you know he's reaches out. Hey, how should I handle this? Also, awesome. and, and neither one of them are like they they don't overdo it. Um, I think. The other is a young lady who I just been kind of talking to her and just kind of helping her navigate some challenging situations at work, mm-hmm. and the mentoring had already been happening, mm-hmm. and then she she just kind of formalized and it just asked me one day, and I was like, sure, mm-hmm. and with both of them, man, you know, sometimes it's everybody has their own ideas about how. How to kinda of take care of things, which is absolutely fine. Absolutely. And I tell them all the time I was like, look, I, I don't know everything. I'm just sharing with you my experience and and I also make sure I, I do I do this, I give credit to where I got the information from. So oftentimes I'm telling them, hey, like my mentor, you know, he told me this, so I'm passing this on to you because it works here, you know, and uh and they appreciate it. You know. Absolutely. They there have been some some challenging situations that come up because you know when you're dealing with people, emotions are involved mm-hmm. and there have been some emotional situations, and you know sometimes it's difficult to be coachable and it it yeah so that, like all but, that's there, yeah, all is there and it's and it it's funny because it's just like that mentor mentee relationship is just like a typical marital type relationship Mm -hmm. and having kids at the same time. It's crazy. crazy.
2: Basically, as a mentor, it's what you're doing. You're saying, look, because it's not your responsibility to change their lives. Mm -hmm. You are offering them something. They have a choice to take it or reject it. And God bless them either way. Right.
1: Now, we hope those tips, you know, just kind of help you in your career process. And mentoring, I find, is a very, very, very important and essential thing if we're going to climb the ladder. Like Eric said at the beginning of the podcast, if you're driving cross-country to L.A., you need a GPS, a map, if you want to go old school or, or whatever, so that you know where the twists and the turns are, where to where to get off and on or the highway, and et cetera. And a mentor fits that that mold for us in terms of our career map. Anything else you want to drop on them? I think that you'll recap that wonderfully. <laughs> I'm Brian Montgomery, and for Eric Kelly, until next week. Next time. Take care.